The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Durhal III. Uh, Member Durhal did indicate that he is on his way, but he's uh, running behind. So noted by the clerk. Council Member Letitia Johnson. Member Johnson also indicated that she is on her way, but she is running behind. Mr. Pro Tem, there is no quorum. Thank you, sir. We do not have a quorum, um, but we do want to get this meeting going. We have a pretty aggressive uh, agenda today, so what we want to do is go into general public comment. So if there's anyone from the public who would like to speak, please raise your hand now. If anyone from the general public would like to speak, please raise your hand now. Going once, going twice, going three times. Collection of general public comments have now concluded. And just for folks uh, who are watching, uh, because we do not have a quorum, uh, we will not be going back and forth. We typically don't do that anyway, but we are allowed to uh, conduct the meeting uh, for uh, public comment purposes uh, as long as we do not go back and forth. So if I'm not going back and forth with you, that's why. And don't take advantage of that either. <laughs> so we'll go with the first caller. Uh, good morning, Mr. Singletary. How are you today? Good morning, Mr. Chairman and yourself. I'm doing well. Uh, how many callers do we have and who do we have first? Uh, Mr. Chair, we have five callers, beginning with Ms. Karen Winston. All right. We're going to give everyone two minutes for general public comment. We're going to wait till we get the clock on the screen, the timer. We can, there we go, expand it. There we go. All right. Our first caller, Ms. Karen Winston. Ms. Winston, good morning. Thank you for joining us. The floor is yours. Uh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, did you have a rough drive this morning? driving in. I mean, it was pretty bad out there this morning. Um, well, um, maybe you spent the night. I'm not sure. So I want to speak about, um, um, oh, Public Act 278, 1980. It's the unfair labor um, practices, unfair labor practices. So um, uh, we have, uh, like, when we, situations where we can't just um, you know, give our jobs and our assets away. So I'm trying to figure out where are all of our assets and where is the list of all of our assets. Case in point, you know, we um, we own, um, we be in the city, we own many assets, garages, parking garages and um, things like that. And I know we lease them out, but they're still ours. So we have, you know, the residents have to know, we need to know our, where where and what our assets are. You know, you can't just keep the, those things from us. But as it relates to the unfair labor practices, um, I believe that the city is, is in violation of, of doing that right now because you don't hire any city workers. You only hire um, contractors that hire 501c3s. So the money does not... Um, you know, benefit the taxpayers, even though the taxpayers finance the budget. So I think we should try to, to take a look at that and uh, find out 
um, you know, who, if we're dealing with people who are participating in unfair labor practices um, by not hiring, case in point, DTE was supposed to retrain people from public lighting to other jobs in the industry. Uh, a lot of me, me and my friends still don't have jobs. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, next caller, please. The next caller is over with. Over with. Thank you for joining us. The floor is yours. You have two minutes. Uh, yeah, good morning, Detroit. Um, to everybody with their earshot, um, I don't know what's going on in this city, but uh, Kamisha Coleman didn't shoot herself. She can't be ruled a suicide because there's no gun stemplings on the entry wall. Now, I've said it to the city council, to the mayor, chief of police, internal affairs, and the semantics that's being played is just downright ridiculous. Um, it's another issue. Robert Carmack. Now, the mayor, all of a sudden, he holds a press conference, tell us all this incredible stuff about alleged extortion attempts, the man trying to do stuff to him, embarrassing him. And he's saying all this stuff that he know uh, how it started. But then he files an affidavit with the court saying he don't know nothing. He ain't got no personal knowledge. He got all this information from some people at the law department. Now, the city of Detroit, city council has subpoena power. Y'all need to call these people in here and have them explain to the citizens of Detroit what the truth of the matter is, because it's a lot of cloudy and grayness. Now, I'm sitting here reading this report. I'm in my desk reading this report from the LPD regarding the limited obligation tax bonds. Now, it got a list of bonds on there. One of them was a notice published on, but it's kind of alluding to the fact, I haven't got all the way through this, but it's alluding to the fact that there is no notice required for the other bonds that's never mentioned in the report. Now, why is that taking place and this David Whitaker and LPD and Miller Canfield, they seem to be on some BS, straight up. Thank you. Next caller, please. The next caller is Ms. Carol Hughes. Ms. Carol Hughes, thank you for joining us. You have two minutes. The floor is yours. Uh, good morning, Councilman Tate. You're alone today. Uh, for now. For now. <laughs> may, I may I speak? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm calling about items on the agenda 7.3 and 812. It seems very nefarious to me, and this, this is behavior that doesn't seem to fit or be in line with the citizens, um, to be suggesting that you put them in tiny boxes with a fence around it because they're homeless. <clears throat> I think it's inhumane, and I think it's inhumane for you to even let a white man come to this city and suggest that we house our people in these kinds of areas. Um, I also would like to bring your attention to 812, which lists a Art Narthax LLC. That is not a registered business. These people want to combine the money that they get to help build tiny homes, tiny homes of which we didn't ask you for because they're not homes at all. Are, there's no kitchen and there's no bath. I don't know how that could be a home. Um, it's a it's a misuse of the word. 
And I want to call your attention to 8.11, where the mayor is having you all, you know, modify the uh, CDBG uh, BG grants and uh, the N- NOFs. Uh, please, uh, you're modifying black people out of the grant process because the mayor is using or misusing these things. So, so please, if if you if 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 you're going to do the basics, please check and see if these people actually exist as a registered company. That's the bare minimum. We pay a million dollars for you to have a staff, and. Um, I'm not sure where Mr. Todd is coming from allowing this kind of uh, planning to come across his desk, even to your table. Um, you, you, you all have a blessed day, and uh, I guess I'll talk to you again at the public hearing. Thank you Peace. so much. You as well. Uh, next caller, please. The next caller is Mr. Kevin Hennessy. Mr. Kevin Hennessy, thank you for joining us. You have two minutes. The floor is yours. Thank you uh, so much for taking the time. Uh, I'm specifically wanted to speak about something that's on your agenda. It's on my tiny phone, so I can't see what item it is, but it regards the uh, Michigan state law that bans captures and the public libraries. And I think you're taking up what the fiscal impact of that is. I have contacted my senator and representative to find out what the Michigan legislature can do about this, but uh, I'm upset that there is such a, thing on the books that, except for the st- city of Detroit, every other city is protected from people like the downtown uh, development authority, the Detroit downtown authority to take money out of the library's budget. And uh, information I have says that they're scheduled to take $4.2 million from its budget. Now, I'm a frequent library user. I love the Detroit Public Library system. And when I go to the Detroit Public Library, and I know there's problems with hiring employees and so forth, but you can't even go to the main library downtown and go anywhere but the first floor. They don't have staff uh, to even uh, open up those other areas of the library yet. So anyway, I'd like you to uh, address this at, when you come to that item on your agenda. Thank you, and uh, thank you for your time. Have a good day. Thank you. You as well, sir. Next caller, please. Next and final caller is caller ending in 711. Caller ending in 711. Thank you for joining us. You have the floor in two minutes. You may begin. Good morning. Councilman Tate, man, you quick on the draw. I barely could make it. You you, you be wrapping that public comment up real fast, don't you? I could barely um, uh, call in in time. You're doing it too fast, James. You got to give people time to uh, to call in. Okay, I want to briefly comment on the LPD's report on those bond issuances. There's a lot of holes in it, and I'm going to address the holes in it. Also, he took the liberty of uh, putting the, uh, the ruling of from the Michigan Appeals Court on those bonds, which th- that ruling was also full of holes and misstatements and errors. And But uh, the LPD division neglected to tell you that uh, our case is now in the Michigan Supreme Court. And so it's not over with. Uh, very important issue. As you well know, the Detroit Auditor General's position is going to be open very shortly. So 
You see, see the council is going to be selecting a new auditor general. I just like to say that that uh, that's a very important process, and we need somebody who who has the, the utmost integrity to be in that position. And also, uh, the uh, external auditing firm, the external auditing firm, Plant Moran, the council needs to get rid of that particular uh, outside auditing firm. They've had a lot of problems. There's been a blistering report by the uh, oversight auditing agency uh, about Plant Moran doing subpar incompetent audits. Also, as you well know, Mr. Tate, the selection process of, of Plant Moran that took place several years ago was tarnished. And so we don't we don't need Plant Moran. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Brother Malik. And that takes us to the end of our general public comment. And we're going to recess to the uh, call of the chair to allow for a quorum to um, form. We shall recess to the call of the chair. <laughs>